0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics podcast. Once again, I'm your host, John June. And of course, I've got my guy, my co-host, Ooh. Greg Penniman with me. Greg, what is good, man? What's
0: what's going on, man? You know, it's, it's been a good week so far. You know, um, my team's out of the eight leagues, six and two again. You know, I'm, I'm feeling hot right now. I'm feeling real good. Uh, just saw Patty go to work, um, you know, week seven. Uh, over Giants got a win two man yo, yo one and five and might be first in the division with a win against the Eagles Thursday night yo it's feeling real good right now let's go oh yeah man all these things are possible also
1: possible is Owen 16 for my New York Jets <laughs> but what is hey, also possible Simon might be coming Hey, maybe maybe but I, I don't know man i don't know there's a lot of a lot of things uh hard to hard to be hopeful with this team and this organization but anyways moving on Week six recap, waiver sir. wire injuries. Yes, we're, we're we're getting into all of it today. Um, week six, man. It was a, it was a, it was a ton of great games. Uh, a lot of like really really high scores. Um, you know, t- really top heavy performances. So instead of teasing it, let's just jump right into it, man. And the QB won on the week, man. Our guy is back, freed of Bill O'Brien. That mm-hmm. is. Deshaun Watson, the QB one on the week, thirty-two fantasy points, twenty-eight for thirty-seven, three hundred thirty-five yards, four passing touchdowns, four rushing, uh, four rush attempts for twenty-six yards, and a thrilling overtime loss to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Greg, what did you make of Deshaun's performance in this one?
0: This was sneaky, probably, the best game of the weekend. They were going back and forth at each other at the end of this game, scoring the the deep touchdown to Will Fuller, followed by Derrick Henry, and then overtime, Derrick Henry, like, it was a really good game. Deshaun Watson playing really well in this game, first game without Bill O'Brien, or oh, second game without Bill O'Brien, free. Uh, this is this is dope. Um, continue to see the success with uh, Deshaun Watson uh, going forward and just hitting all his receivers, Cook, Cobb, Fuller, it doesn't matter. Like, everyone could get it. Darren Fells. everyone can have it. Yeah, man,
1: this was absolutely great, man. Deshaun finally uh looking he looks comfortable, man. Looks like he's having fun. And that's one of the things the Texans talked about uh, you know, in in you know, last week in their victory over Minnesota. So uh gotta love that. Also, what you gotta love is when uh Matt Ryan has Julio because when that happens <laughs> Facts. he ends up Facts, as the man. QB two on the week, man. Thirty one point six four fantasy points. Uh, 30 of 40, 371 yards, four touchdowns. Also got you eight rushing yards on four attempts. So, uh, Greg, uh, we we uh said not to play Matt Ryan because Julio wasn't playing. But then Julio ended up active on Friday, which means if Julio is playing, you're playing Matt Ryan. You're playing Julio. Uh, what did you make of this performance by Matt Ryan here, Greg?
0: Yeah, if you're if you if you're playing a healthy hundred percent Julio, then you gotta definitely play a healthy I mean, Matt Ryan for sure. Uh definitely didn't expect the monster day. I mean expect a the decent day with Matt Ryan. I mean with Julio back. But yeah, this is this is awesome. This is vintage Matt Ryan right here. Uh this is what you drafted him to be, a guy that could get you top ten numbers every week. Uh and so yeah, um that's that's the basically the analysis for Matt Ryan comes down to a healthy Julio for now on. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean if I mean, even if he's gonna, even if a healthy Julio is gonna be a
1: decoy or Julio is gonna be a decoy, it doesn't even matter, man. Just if Julio is on the field, I think Matt Ryan's in play. Um, but you know, he was Julio was taking off the injury report, but you know, obviously something to monitor there. But um, you know, his health going forward. Uh, but the QB three on the week, that would be our guy. Carson Wentz, the glorified fullback, as I once called him, (laughs) 29.42 fantasy points, 21 of 40, 213 yards, two touchdowns, five carries, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Also lost a fumble, uh, but got it back with the two-point conversion, essentially. Greg, what did you make of uh, Carson Wentz's performance here in a two-point loss where the Eagles covered the uh, eight-plus-point spread? uh, against the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Yeah. They actually had a play at the end to t- tie the game with the two point conversion. Uh, they made this game, uh, pretty, uh, pretty entertaining at the end. Uh, Carson Wentz is just doing it without anybody on the field. Like it's literally me and you out there playing receiver and everything. And it's, it's uh, crazy what he's doing. Uh, he's been in, his name has been on uh, a lot of debate so far if he's like been a good quarterback, but like it's it's crazy. You can't. I don't know if you could really measure him with the number of people, the talent around him. Uh, he's still doing what he has to do. Um, taking, you know, he's had to take care of the ball a little bit more. And uh, but he should be fine. I think Carson Wentz. Uh, it's ironic that he's the only one healthy on the team. He that equals that everyone is hurt.
1: Hey man, don't disrespect the guy. there was the same thing last year. Everybody was hurt. He he played all sixteen sixteen games. True, man. true, true. <laughs> <laughs> then, got hurt, um, then got hurt. Then got hurt. Then got hurt. Then got hurt. Uh, but rounding out the top 12 at the quarterback position, man, Ryan Tannehill, Lamar Jackson, Philip Rivers, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton, Gardner Minshew, and then Joe Burrow coming in as the QB 12. Uh, Greg, honorable mentions. I'll throw two at you. uh Nick Foles, Kyle Allen, but break down some of these studs for me, man.
0: Oh yeah, you already know Ryan Tanner Thrill, Ryan Tanner Hill, whatever you want to call him. This man has been absolutely money this year. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just uh, every week QB one easy. Like it's it's been uh, pretty nice to see him dog every all, all all season with the and he has AJ Brown back. He was doing this without AJ Brown, now he has his best receiver back and they've been thriving together. Another two touchdowns for him. So yeah, this is this is dope for him. Yeah, man, I've been saying it, man. You got to
1: play Ryan Tannehill every week. This is not like, a, oh, I'm going to stream him. I'm not. Um, you you got to play Tannehill. Even in yeah. this tough matchup against Pittsburgh, I still think you play him. Uh, but we, we'll dig into that a little bit later this week. But um, uh, other guys, man, Kirk Cousins uh, ends up... Uh, Saving his you know, day, yo. <laughs> sa- saving his day in garbage time, winning me my bet with Greg uh, Teddy Bridge versus Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so, you know, shout out to Kirk Cousins and Garbage Time for that. And then Jimmy G, man, uh, coming out playing well. Uh, you know, had a I think at one point it was like a negative a negative five uh, a dot. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it was. It was a negative five. They were towards like maybe. Into the second quarter, yeah, he wasn't throwing anything down the field. Then he yeah, finally got so, to Kelsey. So, uh, I mean, you Kittle. know, you mean Kittle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, dare they're, you. they're basically, you know, elite at both, you know, what they do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, and then old man Phil Rivers, man, you know, getting a little gar- uh, not garbage time, but some comeback mode. Um, you know, the <laughs> the Colts were down twenty-one, nothing at one point. <laughs> And so they had to, they had to quickly get to comeback mode. Um, but moving on to some of the Jags at the position man, and some uh, quarterback starts of the week end up on oh, here, man. man. Uh, oh, Matthew man. Stafford and and Aaron Rodgers, who, uh, you know, Stafford, you know, was a function of of uh, good offensive success mm-hmm. and the uh, opposing team not really uh, coming to play, but. Aaron Rodgers uh, suffered Ooh. from the buzzsaw that is the Tampa Bay defense.
0: Yeah, man. It was bad. It was super bad. It was, uh, I think, if the, of Aaron Rodgers' first like full game without injuries and everything, this was his worst fantasy output of his career. He had an, a pick six where you rarely, rarely see from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it, it reminded me of one of those, you know, those random Aaron Rodgers games where he's so bad and he's getting pressured, and, like, the 49ers, couple year, like, last year, like, that's how it was. Like it was just, it was so bad. If you get pressure on Aaron Rodgers, it's it's not happening for him, uh, and he couldn't get it to anyone but Devontae Adams. That was it, and it was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was interesting. I think I, I mean, I believe I, I've got this stat correctly, but Aaron Rodgers on Sunday through the the third pick six of his career. Uh, yep. While Tom Brady has thrown three pick sixes this this season. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, but that doesn't matter because Tom Brady obviously won the game on Sunday. So uh, other Jags at the position, uh, Baker Mayfield. Is that a um, Jag? <laughs> I mean, I guess you weren't going to play him.
0: You're not playing. You're not playing you Baker. You weren't
1: playing. You're not
0: playing right, Baker. Yeah. I not mean, if Pittsburgh. you were listening
1: to us, you weren't drafting him, so.
0: Yeah, we haven't mentioned Baker like maybe once on this pod like, until right now. Yeah, by, I guess you're.
1: I guess you're right. I don't know. I just. I was at the bottom of the list. I just saw exactly. guys that that, <laughs> that 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 performed poorly. Uh, Josh Allen. I threw his name on here. Uh, you know, not not really a, a jag performance. It was just 15 points. You're not. You're not true. You know. True. We threw Lamar we have, on here. We, have high, for Allen, so, yeah, we yeah. have high standards for Josh Allen. So yeah, we do have high standards for Josh Allen. We do. 15 points. It's unacceptable, Josh. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I have the perfect remedy for you. The New
0: York Jets this week. <laughs> that should be yeah. fine. That is the <laughs> remedy there. That's the vaccine right there.
1: <laughs> oh, man. And my quarterback's year of the week just almost threw a, a really bad interception. Um. Anyway, so moving on to the running back position. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, king. the The king himself. King Henry. Uh, Derek Henry, first it was the stiff arm, Uh, then it was 94-yard touchdown run, 39.4 fantasy points, 22 carries, 212 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Who says the man can't catch? Two catches on five targets, 52 receiving yards, Uh, obviously one setting up. The game-winning touchdown, which, by the way, he direct took himself snap. with the direct <laughs> snap. He said, "You know what, Ryan? It's okay. I'll take this snap myself. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do this." And Deshaun Watson, he knew what was going to happen. He so, did. Greg, what do you have to make about Derrick Henry, who I know you have on your league of extraordinary people team, and he led you to a victory this week, bringing you out of the cellar. Uh, the the depths of 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 the uh, the league of extraordinary people standings
0: oh, yeah bro this is uh three straight for me uh, Derek Henry part of that uh, another uh, he got forty points in our league over that because of the fifty yard plays he literally took he he was the the overtime drive he was every yard in that overtime drive uh, he, he's <laughs> the awesome. Uh, yeah, Derek Henry. I, I still, it's still amazed how fast he is to me. I don't understand how a person <laughs> that big can run that that fast and separate from linebackers and safeties and stuff. It's crazy to me. Yeah, man, he
1: was outrunning like we were saying today, outrunning the, the linebacker, the corners, the safeties. Yeah. like he outran everybody on ninety four touchdown. Like. You know, I, I hadn't seen the play. I just heard about it. Not thinking, oh, Derrick Henry, like like you said, had maybe you know hurdled or not stiff arm somebody or made somebody miss in the open nah. field or not nah, just ran away from just everyone. ran straight. Oh. Yep, just ran away. Sorry, I was just watching <laughs> Andy Dalton almost take a safety. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm moving on to the the. <laughs> The next guy on this list, the RB two on the week, DeAndre Swift, man, twenty five point eight fantasy points, fourteen carries, one hundred sixteen yards, two touchdowns, three of four catches, uh, three catches on four targets, uh, seven yards. Greg, what do we make of this performance by the rookie DeAndre Swift?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, we were high on him. You were were super high. I mean, you called this performance. I mean, just off the bye week. Uh, to his success, this is awesome to see. Uh, hopefully Detroit continues to ride him. And they, they won the game. They won it handily. So maybe they see that DeAndre, using DeAndre Swift leads to winning football. Uh, and he's the feature back that we all, you know, expect him to, to overcome and get, get this. Because he's still, the, yeah, he's the most talented back in this backfield. Um, and his pass catching is their ability too. Uh, so, yeah, he's got to keep being used and um hopefully he can be you know a borderline like running back to a solid running back to uh, and a flex value going forward
1: yeah man I'm, and i'm hoping this one is here to stay i mean we would hope so uh the the carry split with adrian peterson was almost even here um which was which it hadn't been um and carry on johnson uh continued to see his his snap share and his touches uh you know start you know decrease so deandre swift i think we're here man i had you know said it on saturday night tweeted it out on saturday night he's a guy i highlighted on the on the dfs show as well um you know the breakouts here y'all the breakouts here so let's enjoy it um moving on to the next guy at the the rb3 on the week and someone who's 100 100 yards three weeks in a row I, I wasn't going to talk about it very much. This was my sleeper running back, someone I was very high on. But <laughs> Ronald Jones, 25.1 fantasy points, uh, 23 carries, 113 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, also added two catches on two targets, eight yards. Greg, what did you make of this performance here by Ronald Jones?
0: Uh, yeah, this is awesome. I mean, they should... Continue to keep using him as long as for as long as Fournette's still banged up and everything. Like this man should still be getting over 20 plus carries. Uh, He's been helping the 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 Bucks move the ball and move the chains. He's again uh, such a powerful runner. Uh, You know the we talking about the that yak that he's in not not yards after contact. His yards yeah yards after contact uh, that he's just leading not leading but he's top five in the the NFL for running backs to, to do that. Um, he's, he's, he's doing pretty well for himself right now. Um, he should continue to do that and he's still getting, you know, pass catching ability too. So, you know, he's got two receptions, uh, so he's still doing a little bit there too as well. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm curious to
1: see, you talked about, you know, this opportunity that he, he's been, or the, uh, the fact he's been able to take advantage of this opportunity with Fournette, uh, at missing time with this ankle injury, but I'm curious to see what happens when Fournette comes back. Uh, you know, cause how do you keep Ronald Jones? You know, how do you take carries away from him now? You know, three straight games with a hundred yards. Um, you know, he's he's been efficient, very efficient. Yeah. So efficient. He's he's running very well. You know, like you said, very powerfully as well. He's got speed. He's got that home run ability. I mean, I think this backfield could work in tandem, uh, because we do know Ronald Jones cannot, uh, he's not a capable receiver out of the backfield. Uh, you know, I think Leonard Fournette, yeah. you know, has the you know, obviously we know LaShawn McCoy has the advantage there, but between Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette has the advantage there as well. So, um, over Ronald Jones. So uh that'll be curious to, to to see. Would you uh curious what your thoughts on this, would you sell high on a Ronald Jones?
0: Um I don't think so. I feel like the Bucks are committed to running the ball, because uh, Tom Brady Historically, you know, the last couple years, three to five. I mean, if if it's if you're gonna get a wide receiver one, I mean, I'm willing to do it. But I think with the running back situation and the running back era now, like you you need running back. So he he's a mm-hmm. perfect running back too, that actually is just a strong running back too, that gives you running back one weeks so from time to time. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I'm with you. I'm with
1: you. I was just. I was just curious your thoughts, and then moving on to the rounding out the top twelve at the running back position. Man, we've got Clyde edwards alaire as the RB four, James mm-hmm. Conner the RB five, Miles Gaskin the RB six, Joe Mixon the RB seven, Jonathan Taylor the RB eight, David Johnson the RB nine, James Robinson the RB ten, and then Adrian Peterson, uh, oh, Adrian Peterson the RB eleven, and then David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, tied at the RB twelve. Uh, Greg, what what uh of these stud performances or any of these positive performances stood out to you this week?
0: Uh, yeah, definitely the the gas man, you know Miles Gaskin finishing with a, another RB one week. Um, Phillip Lindsey played very well, I think, mm-hmm. uh, as a rusher, uh, twenty two carries and one hundred and one yards. That's that's pretty good. Um, and just, you know, keep an eye on the Melvin Gordon situation, uh, if he's going to see suspension and time. So Philip Lindsey could be locked in as a, you know, RB two as the, with, until the time is come, uh, for Melvin Gordon to come back. Um, and other than that, Clyde, you know, the Clyde show, it was beautiful to see, uh, you know, Le'Veon's coming, but that this was nice to just reassurance that, uh, Clyde is still going to thrive, uh, and, and with Le'Veon in, in this offense.
1: Yeah man, I mean, I think it's pretty clear watching the especially watching the game tonight uh against Buffalo that Le'Veon Bell is not going to take touches from Clyde. He's taking them from Daryl Williams and Darwin right. Thompson. Right. Like that's who he's coming to to usurp touches from uh especially it seems like they they don't necessarily trust Clyde in pass protection right now cuz that's what Daryl Williams comes in a lot of the the uh the third third down uh, third down situations or even short yardage situations—that's when we're seeing Daryl Williams uh, or maybe even a Darwin Thompson at times. So maybe Le'Veon Bell is called on to do some of that, which unfortunately uh, is the more valuable uh, t- are the more valuable touches in fantasy. Uh, those short yardage or goal line touches, along with those those receptions. Um, so you know, fortunately for Clyde, you know they play he plays on a good team. Where he he has he'll have opportunities like this to be able to get a good game script and run for what what do you run for tonight, Greg? Over one hundred and sixty 160 yards, one sixty-one, and he Crazy. was at one sixty-seven at one point. Lost yep. six yards on a uh, on a on a carry, you know, early, you know, in the mid middle of fourth quarter. So, you know, Claude gonna be good, man. I just you know, like we said last week, both these guys are gonna be. RB twos RB twos with RB RB one upside.
0: Yep, yep. Le'Veon's gonna be tilling wide receiver snaps too, man. This is it's this is, this is not gonna affect Clyde. Le'Veon's gonna affect per- everyone else. <laughs> oh yeah, man. He's definitely gonna take some
1: targets from from, from everybody there. Um and then, you know, oh James White, man. We had the James White outing. You know, the okay, the yeah, Pats, yeah, yep, did. Pats found themselves in some negative game script here. Uh and so that led to James White seeing a team. Uh, I believe it was a team high nine targets. If I'm not mistaken, uh, could double check that in a minute. But Greg, what did you make of this performance here by your guy James White? Uh,
0: yeah, yes, is this is this is definitely dope. Um, in a you know a, a low flubbing mean, floor Q, uh, Cam Newton week, which is still finished uh, QB one. Uh, this is nice, uh, James White. Your super safe uh, running back hasn't been too much you know he's been out with the personal issues and stuff like that but uh he can be used down the line i think you know as, as a safe flex as he always has been um in the pass catching you know uh cam newen historically does like to, to throw to the running back so um yeah outside of the goal line he, he james White should be used yeah i mean he
1: he uh saw nine targets on sunday which led the team saw seven targets the week before obviously that or the game before that wasn't with cam though um, and then he, you know, hasn't played since week one, you know, having missed time with, uh, obviously, like you said, the personal issue with, with his parents and, um, you know, week five, they were, they were technically on a buy with mm-hmm. the COVID cancellation. So maybe James, why is somebody we buy? Cause as we'll get to later in, in this, in this recap, uh, this, you know, this team is, is void of, of pass catchers right now. So yeah. Yep. uh james white definitely profiles as as one of those so um you know another other guys i want to highlight here too uh daryl henderson man continues to look good man he just mm-hmm. really looks like the best guy in that backfield right now um you know just looks good uh i think you know Cam makers uh malcolm brown what are you doing with those guys
0: um, I not really. I just hope that Sean McVay just just starts giving him fifteen to twenty carries a game, uh, Daryl Hennison and just calls it a day, so we can cut Malcolm Brown and Cam Makers. I'm probably at the point of cutting maybe both of those guys. I mean, unless you're really uh, dying for our running backs, which is just very very. Could be the case because everyone's dying for running backs right now. But if you're dying so, for um, running
1: backs, you want a running back that's gonna play, man. Cam Akers got zero yeah. touches in that game. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, like, mean, I think yeah, Cam, I you, Cam talking, Akers man. is a
1: stash, yeah, like at best.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably would cut ties with both of the Brown and probably Cam Akers, but yeah. I mean, yeah, if I'm just,
1: if I'm the Daryl Henderson manager, I definitely want Cam Akers on my roster, though. Yeah. Right, I think I would think so, um, and then another guy who is somewhat affecting another another one of these guys that that were high on uh, J D McKissick. Man, had had a pretty good week in in this game here. Um, what what are you making of this performance here with J D um, McKissick?
0: He's been used every week, um, pretty Saw much, six targets. in the targets uh, area. I mean watching that game though Antonio Gibson still looks like the best running back out of all of them that that, that they use so I it's just a matter of him being used more um and maybe they, they still like using mckissick uh, he could have maybe like some some James white intrigue uh like a low flex in some weeks with these bye weeks coming up more and more um but I'm hoping that yeah Antonio Gibson just his usage just keeps getting bumped more because he you know he he seems to be the better the best rusher there and he can also pass catch too
1: yeah, man. I mean, he could definitely do all the, all those things Antonio Gibson can. Uh, but I, th- you know, they, like you said, Daryl. I mean, J D McKissick's just getting used as the pass catcher right now. I mean, and there was something in the Athletic about uh, Antonio Gibson, um, Ron Rivera wanting to give Antonio, you know, saying Antonio Gibson, you know, needed to get more touches. So maybe Antonio Gibson is somebody that we look to buy right now.
0: Yeah, definitely a buy low. Good buy low, I think. Um, so
1: now you know, as we mentioned, Antonio Gibson, you know, he 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 would enter the category for me as one of the Jags. Uh, would you agree, there, Greg? Uh, one yeah, yeah. Um, Jags of the week seven and definitely. a half, and a half point PPR. I mean, that's not really what you were hoping for.
0: Yeah, you know, maybe against you know a top ten defense though in the Giants, you know. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Uh, yes, Greg. Yes, the Giants <laughs> are a good defense. <laughs> no, um, uh, one of the Jags of the week, though, man. He's got to be. He's got to be. Uh, you know, especially if you were playing DFS or you picked him up off waivers and you started him because that's what everybody, oh, yeah. all the top the fantasy, fantasy analysts like, were telling yep. you to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alexander Madison. <laughs> um, oh
0: man! Everyone and their mama picked him up, man. I mean, you, you had to. What do you what do
1: you going to make about Alexander Madison? I mean, are you are you willing to throw this game out or?
0: I mean, it's the only game that he's got. I mean, Dalvin Cook's probably gonna come back after the bye, so you know it was it was nice when it happened. Uh, he was he was great in relief. Uh, I think he's still a good safety net running back to have. I mean, uh, you know this is just one of those the one of those weeks where uh, they just were in huge negative game script, um, uh, and he wasn't really used a lot. Uh, so I'm not gonna to be too worried, one because Dalvin Cook will probably be back after the bye and yeah, he's just, you know, a safety net.
1: Yeah, I mean Dalvin Cook is expected to uh be back after the bye. If you picked up Alexander Madison, are you going to hold him through the bye as the Vikings are on bye this week? Are you going to hold him uh or are you are you gonna to-
0: Um if I'm the Dalvin Cook Uh, manager, yes. If I'm not the Dalvin Cook manager, um, maybe not, depending on who I would get. I mean, I would go get guys like, I would get the Chargers running backs first. I would go at those guys, go, go at, uh, uh, yeah, a couple other guys, maybe JD McKissick, James White, people like that.
1: Yeah. I think the first thing I would do is I would try to trade Alexander Madison to the Dalvin Cook manager. To the
0: Dalvin Cook manager. Yeah. Yeah. Just try
1: you know anything you know a package you know alexander madison and something for you know a wide you know alexander madison and a receiver for a receiver you know or Mm -hmm. something like that you know uh anything um but moving on to the wide receiver or actually no don't want to move on to the wide receiver position uh jarek mckinnon also ends up on this list uh you know, I know that I know Greg. I know you started him in, in, in a few leagues or in a couple leagues. I started him in a couple leagues out of out of necessity. Um, I mean, obviously he, you know, Mostert, we We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Ends up is most likely going to end up on injured reserve with a high ankle sprain suffered in Sunday night's game against the Rams. Uh, so Jarek McKinnon has some value going forward. But uh, what did you make of his performance in this game?
0: Uh, yeah, but I mean, it was just like similar to the first game. Uh, all the early down work and most of the usage was to, to Mostert. Um, so uh, that was real. I mean, the first game was real. Um, if Mostert is going to play, we should bump McKinnon down to basically not startable or a, like almost a cut candidate um, pretty much. But if since Mostert is uh, injury prone, um, he's, he's definitely a good safety net to guy have and he'll, he'll definitely be used going forward. Hopefully he can go back to that RB2 value he was giving you when Mostert was hurt.
1: Yeah, I mean definitely. Uh also saw uh Jamichael Hasty get involved, so uh, you know, he's a guy that I, I, I like as well. I'm very high on. So um I'm sure we'll maybe touch on that a little bit later. But moving on to the wide receiver position and this is a guy. I love this guy, man. Uh, loved him as a draft a draft prospect. I remember watching him at the combine, him and CeeDee Lamb were the two guys that caught my eye. Uh, My model loves him. I mean, Justin Jefferson, what can I say about him? 35.1, nine catches on 11 targets, 166 yards, two touchdowns, also got a two-point conversion here. Greg, what do you make of this performance here by Justin Jefferson, the rookie out of LSU?
0: Oh, man. Yeah, this is this is awesome. I mean, this is another just huge boom games that he's going to have uh, going forward. I mean, it's him and Thielen. That's the only two people that really Kirk Cousins is throwing to. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to have a low, low, low and wide receiver one value, I think, going forward because um, his upside is just so high. Uh, Kirk Cousins will be in you know high over on the games because the Minnesota's defense, uh, again, struggled uh, tremendously. So, yeah, definitely keep starting him up. Uh yeah, I, I, I'm i not selling or anything like uh, if you could buy him possibly. I don't know how you would be able to do that. But, uh, yeah, definitely
1: be through the roof. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's through the roof. It's <laughs> Tesla right now. It's, it's too crazy. So <laughs> definitely keep starting him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you you have to start him every week now. I mean, with this this kind of potential that he's shown, um, you know, 175 yards in week three on nine targets, 166 Yards in in week uh, six on or week yeah week six on eleven targets, um, you know there was a stat that something about him and Randy Moss I I, I forget it now and I don't I don't want to ruin it but um you know this guy's got over five hundred receiving yards already on just thirty two catches or thirty six catches so um yeah I mean he he's <laughs> I just love Justin Jefferson, man. It's awesome. Um, The (laughs) next guy on this list, not as young as Justin Jefferson, but still getting it done, Julio Jones, man. Apparently he was healthy, 29.7 fantasy points and a half-point PPR, eight catches on 10 targets, 137 yards, two touchdowns. Greg, what do we make of this performance by Julio
0: Hey, man, this is Julio. You know, we said when he was banged up, uh, you know, I was saying, hey, this is what you get every year. You know, have a couple games banged up or a decoy game. But at the end of the day, uh, he's going to finish in the top five wide receivers overall. Uh, this is, you know, Julio is just so effective when he plays. He can have these boom games every week. Uh, Matt Ryan's number one guy. Yeah, he's Julio.
1: Yeah, man, this is great. Uh, 27% target share. That's his highest target share of the year. Uh, so it looks like he was healthy, man. So that's definitely good to see. Um yeah, man, two touchdowns though. <laughs> How often do we see that from Julio?
0: I know, right? Crazy. You usually get that eight for one thirty seven and that's usually it. But the two right? touchdowns. Right, eight for one thirty
1: seven, he'll have that usually that three touchdown explosion against Tampa Bay. Uh you know, but two touchdowns the in the game.
0: You said what? Or against the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, or
1: against the Eagles, right? Um Moving on to the next wide receiver on this list, Will Fuller, man, your breakout. My man has been consistent, man. I mean, we know Will Fuller to have these breakout games, but to have this this level of consistency, uh, six catches on 11 targets, 123 yards, and a touchdown here, Greg. What do we make of this performance here by Will Fuller, uh, who led the team in targets this week, man, with those 11 targets?
0: Full of targets, full of full of yards, full of everything, man. This is, man's been doing what he has to do. Outside of that dud, he's a, he's a money wide receiver one. So, like, uh, yeah, I'd expect that going forward. D, uh, Deshaun's number one guy. Uh, the breakout is here, man. The breakout will continue, and the breakout will be there next year, yo. Uh, the, the price is up.
1: Yeah, man, Will Fuller, man. Uh, I, you know, I've been a, a fan of Will Fuller for a long time now. Facts. Uh, Facts to see this guy finally, like I said, reach this level of consistency um,
0: that's even got you on board, man. This yeah, just, man, yeah, this. that's all it took. You know, <laughs> I just had to get on board, and my man heard me, he came through, yo. He was like, all right, now I got to step up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: man. Uh, but a guy who, who did not need either one of us to step up, A.J. Brown, comes oh, up yeah. as the wide receiver four on the week. Uh, Keelan Cole, the wide receiver five. Uh, Brandon Cooks, the wide receiver six, Travis Fulgham, the wide receiver seven, Chase Claypool, the wide receiver eight, Calvin Ridley comes in at nine, T. Higgins comes in at ten, Ooh. Adam Humphries, Greg Goodcall there comes in at eleven, and then Debo Samuel comes in as a wide receiver twelve. And then Greg, I'm gonna just throw some honorable mentions your way. Uh, A.J. Green, did you, hear, did you have you ever heard of that guy? Uh, he went eight <laughs> for ninety six. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Despite the tough matchup against James Bradbury, still had a decent day there, man, which just speaks to uh, who this guy is for us and who he'll be for us all year going forward. And then DJ Moore, man, uh, had you know led the team in targets here, had over a 30% target share. So uh, maybe DJ Moore heard me heard me uh, complaining about his lack of targets and, and me calling him a sell candidate. So, Greg, what do we make of these some of these stud performances here in week six? Yeah,
0: definitely uh, just great performances. Thielen, again, also finishing. And the, both Thielen and Jefferson are just money receivers for you so far. Uh, yeah, T. Higgins, bro. This is, this is awesome to see. Uh, man, we've been banging the drum on him since, like, week two. So this is awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, also, you know, Zach Pascal finally stepping up whenever I want him to. Step up, he doesn't, but when he does, when, when he's like, you're not paying attention to him, he does. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and then Chase Claypool, man, getting it done with a
1: Russian touchdown here, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Easy, this too. This guy's, yeah, he's he's going to be a weekly thing, man. And then, are we going to respect Travis Fogum going forward? I mean, what are we oh, doing? You he, already, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely you know, going to
0: get his love later. He's going to get his love. <laughs> you already
1: said that uh, the Eagles have no one to throw to, man, but my man Travis Fogum, he's... he's <laughs> Is three straight <laughs>
0: weeks with, with a touchdown, man. Yep, three straight um, weeks with a touchdown. Two straight weeks with ten plus, like he targets. He, he's he's there. All right, all right, all right, all
1: right. Let's move on to some of these Jags, though, man. These just a guys, um, and one of these Jags who's actually a Jag, uh, who's actually a guy that I like, I I, I like very much, Lavisca Chenault. Uh He's a guy that got a lot of love this week. Um, you know with DJ Shark potentially being out but he he didn't he didn't come through for you this week. Um Cooper Cup, man uh my, my man had at least at least one touchdown dropped for sure at least yeah.
0: one. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had one at the goal line. Uh it was not a beautiful, you know, play play call and yeah, Jared Goff threw it on the money and just dropped it. Also dropped uh, another pass, uh, not as far a touchdown, but he dropped another good ball from Jared Goff too. And yeah, was, I mean it was uh, a, yeah, it was was weird. It was, it was a weird. Ball it was a weird that
1: was almost like a fifty or sixty yeah. yard pass down the field that could have been a touchdown.
0: Yeah, that um, he like kind of didn't point the ball well like enough. Loss. So, yeah. Yep. Um. Odell and, then, and uh, Tyreek Hill, both of them, just. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, Odell Tyreek Hill. Um, Devontae Parker got hurt. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood did not come through. This I was expecting more here. Um, both. Bucks wide receivers. um, And Mike Goblin Evans, did, man. All right, Goblin was okay. He was okay. okay. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, Mike Evans is the more concerning thing, I think, for sure. Yeah,
1: and this is what I was kind of getting at last, you know, uh, in the game preview and what I was kind of – I think I had said it the week before as well. But Mike Evans has been a sell for me. If you look at his box scores the previous weeks – they were mainly touchdowns. If you take those touchdowns away, um, you know his day is not his day was not as good, mm-hmm. or you know his his games weren't as good. So, um, you know, I was trying I was trying to to get you know to sell to sell the box scores and try to get a return. And I'd still do that. And the reason I say that is not not because I don't like Mike Evans and I don't like the possibility that he'll score touchdowns. It's just that. Uh, and you know, a guy, you know Chris Godwin. We we all expect Chris Godwin to be the the number one target on this team, uh, or you know, we expect him to out target at least Mike Evans for the most part. And so, if, if Mike Evans, a lot of his production is going to come off of touchdowns. We also see Ronald Jones, uh, you know, getting those goal line opportunities as well. Um, you know, it's just it's going to be tough to count to count on every week. Uh, you yeah, know I mean? don't think. We're gonna see those deep balls that we saw from from Jameis Winston with yeah. the frequency that we were seeing last year.
0: Yeah, definitely agree. This is not the the Jameis Winston's offense of last year. This is uh, running first team and trying to get you know average depth of target will be lower. And if they're going deep, he has to you know compete with Scotty Miller for deep targets too. So it's tough. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I mean, that's I mean, hopefully you can still try to still try to, to sell now, but it, it would be tough with the. With the with the one and a half that he put up on Sunday, um, but uh, Allen Robinson also not a great day, but I'm not concerned about that one. Uh, is you know is what it is. Willing to have one of those, um, but then one guy that we said I said I was going to put on my watch, so we're going to talk about him today. Uh, Julian Edelman, man what what are you doing there?
0: Um, I'm benching him until like the. Patriots figure out this air game. I mean Cam is a, you know, run first quarterback of course. You saw it again. Uh and if he's throwing his average de- tar- depth of target is going to be low to guys like James White uh and then and the running back. So, I mean, he's he's not playable right now. I don't think I can cut him, but I can definitely not I can definitely bench him for certainty. Yeah, man. I don't
1: I don't know, man, because he he doesn't even look right. I mean, it's not that he's Maybe he's not healthy. You know, like we said last week. Um, you know, he he's he's somebody who's always banged up, but he's older now, uh, mm-hmm. thirty four years old. You know, maybe he he can't you know play through those injuries as well. Uh, you know, he he's uh f- believe. I think he's actually leads the NFL in drops, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, believe that.
0: You said what? Ah, uh, yeah, I could definitely believe that.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, he's somebody that's always dealt with drops, but uh, you know, to have have them at such a high rate, and to lead them with already having had a bye week, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if I could continue to to trust him, especially because there's no, there's not much upside there, right? Yeah, it's no not I mean, like yeah, <laughs>
0: you're getting a low volume um def- of of passes because that Cam's not throwing the ball as much. And yeah, he's, I'm definitely not starting him. Can't maybe really make an argument for it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if you could continue to roster him, is my point. But I yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, Devontae Adams also didn't have a, a great day. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great day. So. Uh, I mean, the chances of, of the probability that he had a great day was significantly hampered by Aaron Rodgers. Um, and Carlton Davis is a pretty good corner, man. Just going to throw yeah. that out there, too. Carlton Davis, yep. pretty good. Uh, not like we didn't know that here. But uh, moving on to the tight, end, the tight end position, man. Anthony first Ferkser uh, coming in as the tight end one, 21.3 fantasy points, eight catches on nine targets hundred and thirteen yards uh and a touchdown here greg what do we make of this performance here by anthony Furkser?
0: uh this is just one of those i mean this is the tight end position so this is the position where i'm going to be talking about guys i'd never heard in my life so i mean this is you know uh one of those random performances that you're going to get at tight and i don't think he's going to have any value he may have one more week like this but i can't call it no one else can uh so. I'm not really worried about what his outlook is down for down the line. Well,
1: does that change considering John Smith injured his ankle in Sunday's game?
0: I mean, with with uh, Tannehill, his passing volume and his ability to get it to basically everyone, maybe. But the the totem pole is like pretty, like it's you know, AJ Brown, uh, Corey Davis just got activated, uh, Adam Humphreys. Uh, and, and Derrick Henry might get some some targets so yeah it might be tough.
1: I think I think I would be interested. I mean this guy just had nine targets, had over 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh John if John o. Smith is injured, I think considering the production Johnny Smith had for the first 5 weeks, I think Anthony Furkser. And this isn't I mean he's done this before. Uh you know Ferkshire, he's 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 flashed before. I mean I should say I'm not saying he's done eight eight catches a hundred yards and a touchdown before, but he's flashed in the past. And so if John Smith is to miss any time, considering what's this tight end situation, the tight end landscape is now, uh, I think you would have to consider him. Especially with Ryan Tannehill being as hot as he is.
0: Yeah, I mean if I probably would want like a Darren Fells if what's his name misses more time too. Yeah, no, I mean
1: Dar- Darren Fells as well, but I'm just saying I think Anthony Firkser shouldn't shouldn't be ignored. Uh, it's just yeah. Um, moving on to the tight end two on the week that would be George Kittle, 20.4 fantasy points, seven catches, ten targets, 109 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Greg, what do we make of this performance here by George Kittle?
0: Uh, yeah, this is this is normal. This is what we expect from Kittle every week. Uh, especially for the tight end position. Um, he should fall into a top five performance every week, honestly. Um, yeah, this is this is George Kittle, best player on the 49ers.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, he's just making up ground for those two games that he missed. Um, and, you know, the, the Arizona game in which he was injured has to make up ground so he can, you know, be the tight end one when it's all said and done. So, um, Greg, what do we – sorry – I just I just got flustered because is that Zeke that just fumbled again? Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh
0: man, starts of the week are killing me right now. (laughs) Um, moving on
1: to the tight end three on the week, man. That would be my tight end stream of the week, man. Trey Burton, nineteen point nine fantasy points, four catches on five targets, fifty eight yards, one touchdown. Also. Lined up in the Wildcat and got you one one uh rush attempt for uh, one yard and a touchdown. Uh, so, Greg, what do we make of the uh, performance here by Trey Burton?
0: Uh, yeah, this is dope. I mean, you know, you're tied in stream of the week. Uh, I was, you know, able to pick him up in a couple of leagues and start him. Helped me definitely in the league of Extraordinary people. Um, this is a great performance here. Uh, he, the Colts are on bye next week, but you know, don't, don't sleep on these teams on by, um, maybe if you need, especially for tight ends, um, if you had him, maybe you can definitely hold on to him if you have the roster spot and if you have the roster spot and want need a tight end, maybe for down the line, uh, Trey Byrne could be a guy to be used cause, um, he's being favored. Mo Ali Cox struggling, uh, Jack Doe struggling. Yeah. Trey, Trey Byrne could be the tight end to own in this offense.
1: Yeah, man. I definitely, definitely feel like he, he probably is a tight end to own in this offense, um, ne- next up, no uh, surprise here. Travis Kelsey, the tight end four, on the week. The tight end five, Darren Fells. The tight end six, my man Rob Gronkowski is Ooh. back. The tight end seven, Hayden Hurst. The tight end eight, Adam Shaheen. The tight end nine, Logan Thomas. The tight end ten, Nick Boyle. The tight end eleven, Irv Smith, and the tight end twelve, Cole Komet. Uh, Greg, I'll throw an honorable mention out here. Uh, your tight end star of the week, T.J. Hawkinson. He was a tight end twelve, uh, but you know Travis Kelsey bumped him down. A pretty good week here for the tight ends too. Uh, Greg, what'd you make of the uh, some of the top performances at the tight end position?
0: Uh, yeah, this is this is dope. Um, kind of upset that one of these Dolphins ended up here because that means Mike Kosecki didn't end up here. Uh, shout out to Logan Thomas for finally doing something when no one was actually looking at him to do something uh and yeah Irf Smith Jr as well super good sleeper for this weekend he came through
1: are you just like immune to saying anything good about Gronk?
0: oh i mean oh it's bro yeah it's right it's, you know great game you know perfect you know best game of the season definitely you know you know you know i'm the type of person that to see that that two weeks in a row you not consistency you know
1: Yeah. Yo, what do you mean last week was a good week if he if yeah. he caught if yards. he catches <laughs> Yeah, fifty-two yards on six catches. He was just he was just warming up. <laughs> this <laughs> this week, you know he he visibly looked the the best yeah, that he, he had looked, looked all year, which is definitely he had good for sure a twenty-nine point six percent target share, eight targets in this game, which led the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scores a touchdown. I mean, what more does he need? What more does he need to do, Greg? Do it again. Do it. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, I mean, all right. I was just saying, you know, if back to back weeks he ends up in the tight end twelve.
0: Oh, did he? Oh, did he end up tight end twelve last week? Uh, you know, I thought he barely missed it. I don't know. Did he?
1: Did he? That's I don't know. I
0: mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right.
1: Um, but you know, I'm just saying. Definitely still. I mean, him. yeah, he's
0: still high. Yeah, higher than Evan Ingram again. So I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Definitely starting him over Evan Ingram. Probably. I'm, I'm done with Evan Ingram. So you know.
1: <laughs> well, I guess that that takes us to the the uh, next the next uh, group of guys on the list, and that would be the Jags at the position. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Mike Geseki, I'll start there because he was my start of the week at the tight end position. Ends up with a with a, a real hot zero there for us. Uh, Gronk was not a top twelve tight end in week five. I I take that back. Um, I just weird, thought. Weird. Maybe six for fifty two was enough to get you a top. I mean, tight that's end.
0: that's true. I that could I could get <laughs> you the top twelve, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but
1: and then uh, you know, Mike Geseki with the hot zero there. It seemed just seemed like every tight end not named Mike Geseki was just gonna get a touchdown in this one. It just seemed like
0: crazy. Yo, I'm, I'm, I i did not understand at all. It was. It's not like no, no one can cover Mike Geseki on the Jets. Like, why wasn't he out there? Was he not out there, or was he just not? I, well, I mean, I, I don't. He's usually playing yeah. the slot, though. He's not playing like the tight end position. He's like actually playing slot snaps. So. Yeah, which is why we, know. which is why we like about yeah, Mike Kosecki. He's playing those
1: slot snaps, man. Um, another guy that didn't come through for us this week, Mark Andrews. Uh, but there's, you're not gonna. Yeah, nah, you know?
0: not worried, not worried about Kaseki not really worried about Andrews. Definitely worried about Mark Ingram. Though. I mean, Evan Ingram though. Yeah, Evan Ingram,
1: uh, concerned about him for sure. I don't know. Maybe Sterling Shepard comes back. They played the Eagles this week. Eagles are they really do. bad against the tight end, Greg.
0: So what you are you know going to do? Did. I mean, they gave Mark-, Mark Andrews an average day. But, you know. Uh, Nick Boyle caught s- a touchdown, though. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, I probably need to I need to see it. Because it's not like Daniel Jones played particularly amazing still. So. We did talk about
1: they do, they do potentially get Sterling Shepard back.
0: They do, they do, they do. But that kind of help just for Sterling. Right? But, yeah, the impact of him could help also Ingram open up in the middle of the field. Uh, I'm on that. I need to see it now for him, though.
1: And what about Robert Tanyan, man? Uh, my guy did not did not come through this
0: week. What are we doing with him? Uh, you're, you're still, you know, keeping him playing I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a horrible day, so that was expected for him to not also do well. Yeah,
1: I think you throw this whole game out for anybody in a Green Bay Packers uniform.
0: Yeah, and a Browns uniform.
1: And and a Browns uniform you throw that day out. Um All right, man, moving on to the injuries of the week, man, and uh two big ones that affect uh you know, all the fantasy managers upcoming matchups uh with Thursday night football. Uh Miles Sanders running back for the Philadelphia Eagles has a potential, uh, according to a lot of the Twitter doctors out there, a potential meniscus injury uh, is expected to be out this Thursday night against the uh, New York Giants. Um, So that's obviously a a blow there for the Eagles. I'm sure, Greg, you have uh, some waiver wire uh, stuff to talk about there. But, um, you know, Boston Scott, Corey Clement, those those guys are expected to form some sort of a committee for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, and then Zach Ertz uh, is expected to be out three to four weeks with a high ankle sprain. Um, so obviously he'll be he'll you know he won't be available to you all to put in your starting lineup anymore. Um, Greg, is there anyone of you know? I mean, are we looking at the backup? Tight end for the Eagles, or how do you what do you think that this does for the Philadelphia Eagles potentially missing both Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz?
0: I mean, this is this is Philadelphia is next man up for the last seems like three four years now. Um, as far as uh tight ends, I'm probably off any Eagles tight end. Uh, I'm far as I think it just opens up more opportunities for Greg Ward Jr., Boston Scott, Travis Fulgham, and those guys.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm sorry. I just realized that Zach Ertz had 10 targets on Sunday. Yes, sir. What did he do with those 10 targets?
0: Uh, I, mean, I, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Oh, really four for 33.
0: Mm. I
1: don't know, man. It's two weeks in a row you could have start a <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Um. All right, man. Uh... Joe Mixon seemed to have injured his foot in Sunday's game against the Indianapolis Colts. So what are we doing there, Greg? Uh, any concern with Joe Mixon and his availability?
0: Oh, definitely got to keep an eye on him. Um, another, you know, think up. I mean, you should, I think, automatically have Gio Bernard on your, on your roster because uh, if you are Joe Mixon. Uh, uh, I don't manager know cause... about that, man really I mean, he had eight carries in this one and <laughs> he had eight carries and also touchdown also oh. joe mixon gets banged up this is like the second game he got banged up in this year already oh the landscape is you need running backs like i don't i mean <laughs> joe, joe, joe bernard is gonna be on the waiver wire definitely uh i you know i was this is more of a safety net guy i'm saying but
1: I don't even oh, okay. I mean, I, maybe it's just me because I'm not. I don't. I don't roster safety nets to begin with. So the idea of right. rostering Giovanni Bernard <laughs> as a safety net is just like yeah no. Okay. I mean, but, Joe Mixon is
0: ready to go. It's it's been the Joe Mixon show. He's one of the tops as far as getting touches. Uh, Joe Mixon has been uh, absolutely n- good money for you as far as being a workhorse back. Um, but uh, yeah, if he's banged up, I think Giovanni is definitely going to be involved. Uh, so keeping out his uh, injury ish. Okay, definitely. Um,
1: teams on by this week: Indianapolis Colts, Baltimore Ravens, the Miami Dolphins, and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so do not put those players in your lineup because you will not get fantasy points. Uh, Greg, let's cover some guys that we're looking to add from the waiver wire this week. What do we got at the running back position?
0: So at the running back position, uh, you know we can't sleep. All oh, those guys we talk about on the buy. I think the number one guy that's going to be pickup for me is Justin Jackson. Uh, he's rostered in 46% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, with more and more running backs going down every week, Morstead, Mixon, Miles Sanders. I think Justin Jackson could give you some borderline RB2 value. While Eckler is out, he had 20 touches in that Monday night game versus New Orleans. um, And, you know, probably got slept on because the bye week was this week, but go get him. Uh, That kind of goes for the same wavelength as uh a. for Joshua Kelly, he's a little more uh, rostered, fifty-nine percent. Um, but I'm probably favoring Justin Jackson as the the, the running back to have. Uh, and, I mean, if you you know definitely could get Joshua Kelly, he could be uh, maybe a viable flex in some matchups. But Justin Jackson, I think, has the better upside there. Um, and for the injuries, we talked about those. The impact players that are gonna be uh, there and impacted from this is definitely Boston Scott at the top of that list. Uh, got Week Seven against the Giants. We know what he did against the Giants last year in week 17, uh, later in the season. Uh, Miles Sanders is probably going to be out for one or two weeks. So, you know, and it's also possible that he could be limited when he comes back. Uh, Boston Scott should be the favorite back. Uh, Played 49% of the snaps, actually ended up with more percentage of snaps than Miles Sanders, who was at 40. Uh, So definitely Boston Scott should be a guy that can give you some flex weeks. Uh, especially in the pass catching because there's no one, you know, after Travis Fulgham, uh, I could see Boston Scott being, you know, and Greg Ward, I could see Boston Scott being second in targets or, you know, first in targets in some weeks. Um, Gio Bernard, after that, uh, rostered in 6% of leagues, uh, Yahoo leagues. This really is the value depends on what's going on with Joe Mixon. Um, we'll probably get more, uh, you know, insight on that further down the line. But if Joe Mixon is to miss some time, uh, Gio Bernard could be a kind of a plug and play RB three flex uh, value uh, in some weeks, especially for PPR leagues, uh, but he's probably got eight carries. So uh, that'd be surprising also if they, they use him in the rushing game as well. Um, and for, for deeper, for deeper leagues, I think um, some speculative ads, Gus Edwards and uh, Jeff Wilson, Jr. Uh, Gus Edwards, because, you know, I, we've been trying to mention his name a little bit in the last couple of weeks, Uh he got a touchdown. Um, he 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 ran. He runs pretty well. Uh, seems to be like the kind of the closer for this team uh, in the third and fourth quarter. Um, Merrick England got banged up. He seems to be okay. They have the bye week, so he could be back. Uh, I mean, it's either that or just don't own any of these Raven running backs because it's really a struggle right now for all of these guys. And uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, with start being out. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr. was a guy that w- was the number two with McKinnon in there, and had some uh, you know vi- you know viable weeks. Sometimes he scored a touchdown, had a good week against the Giants. So yeah, these two guys could be uh, there for you in some deeper leagues.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know Jeff Wilson's dealing with a calf injury, so I really do like Jermichael Hasty. Uh, looked good yesterday, uh, so if you could potentially speculative add you know add him, I think that would be good, uh, and then. Uh, another guy I wanted to talk about, uh, Travion Williams. He is a uh, backup running back for the Cincinnati Bengals as well. Uh, he um, was not active, but it's kind of like the same situation with you know we had with Wayne Gallman, you mm-hmm. know when, when and and uh, Dion Lewis, Giovanni Bernard profiles as more of like that third down back, where Travion Williams is more. Uh, not necessarily a traditional back, but he 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 will be used more. I would imagine as as a true running as the true running back in in running situations, first early down situations. Uh, so he'd be a guy to monitor there. Uh, for me, um, but yeah, what about the wide receiver group, Greg? What do we got?
0: Uh, yeah, first you know we got to talk about the fact that we've been pounding the drum on this one guy. He's at fifty two percent roster ship, but T Higgins needs to be up there. Over 70%. Uh, He's an every week borderline wide receiver too. Got the great upside. This man is going to give you solid floor weeks. He's had at least six targets in every game he's played. He's had over 100 uh, receiving yards last week in a tough matchup, we thought. Uh, So, yeah, you got to please add this guy and go start him. Uh, After that. Chase Claypool for me after that forty nine percent rostered uh, four four targets seventy four yards got the two carries and one rushing touchdown uh, Juju's going to continue to struggle he he's uh, you know seems to be maybe looking banged up um, I'm not sure what's going on with him uh, Deontay Johnson's banged up uh, Chase Claypool is definitely some a boom wide receiver too you know and uh, for the rest of the year I think um, you know boom flex so kind of like a uh, bootleg Justin Jefferson uh, basically so that's what what it looking like for him after that. Travis Fulgham at thirty one percent roster ship at thirty uh, in Yahoo leagues. The ten targets got the six receptions again, seventy five yards and a touchdown. Uh, we said it's second straight game with ten plus targets, third straight game with a touchdown, and the Eagles just lost Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz. So um, he has maybe a tough match coming up with James Bradbury uh, on Thursday night. But I think you know you, with uh, no one really to pass to uh, other than him and Boston Scott, you you gotta have him in there uh, and add him. Uh, as well as Greg Ward, uh, he might have some intrigue as well, uh, especially to be a safe, kind of give you some Randall Cobb value, I think, uh, in, in, in some weeks and against the weaker spot in the Giants defense in, in the slot. So definitely go and see if you can get Greg Ward for next week uh, to be a plug-and-play wide receiver. Uh, and, and deeper League ads, um, Adam Humphreys, he's 9% rostered. Uh, Corey Davis did get activated off the COVID reserve IR list. Um, But with Tannehill throwing like this, I think, you know, a a lot of people can be involved still. Uh, Tim Patrick, also 18 percent rostered in leagues. He's uh, again second straight week where he's uh, got shown some some deep presence, which is good. I think Drew Locke uh, with Noah Fant and other targets coming back, it should just only help uh, Tim Patrick and people like that. Uh, and, And Randall Cobb. Also, 17% rostered. Uh, these three guys, I think, are good for 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 deeper league ads. Uh, you know, 14 to 16 team leagues where you can plug and play, get you some safe value and stuff like that. And also, you know, we were really low on Ty Hilton. It's really been happening. He is not. He's basically a cut candidate for me. Uh, and we said, oh, yeah. Yeah, if you snip, snip, and we said if we were low on T.Y. Hilton, we got to be high on the other receivers, so Zach Pascal, Marcus Johnson, uh, those guys, I think, for, for Deep League as, you, you know, we were down to Mar- Michael Pittman Jr. got hurt, uh, Paris Campbell got hurt, so we're down to this now, so I think you can, in some leagues, if you're desperate for wide receiver help, uh, Marcus Johnson and Zach Pascal can help you.
1: Yeah, that I mean, we're down to this, and that's entirely T.Y.'s fault, because there's, yep. there's literally no one left yep. T.Y., yep. so... You can't blame exactly. the young hotshot rookie that came in and stole your targets, um, but yeah, nah, man, I, I I like that. T Higgins, man, he should not be available anymore. I don't know why. I know how we're doing this. Like, where can you get eight targets every week? Like crazy
0: from Joe Burrow, like, not any other from, quarterback, not, not something like scrub. This is Joe Burrow, <laughs> right?
1: Like, uh, so definitely love, definitely gotta love that. Um, and then yeah, Chase Claypool, man. I I don't know, man. So, he's he's something else, man. Four touchdowns every week. Juju does not look like himself. Uh, they yeah. didn't even need to use Chase Claypool in this game because the Browns were non-competitive for most of it. Uh, so, you know, the ceiling, I think, is closer to what we saw last week. Obviously not the four touchdowns every week. But he's somebody that, you know, he's consistently flashed all year, and the last two weeks the Steelers got him more involved. And... That jet sweep on the goal line is, like, almost impossible for anybody to defend.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, this definitely a, a team. You know, ben Roethlisberger definitely throwing less, but Chase Claypool, if he's getting all, you know, the, the most errors in the team, that just helps right there. Uh, and he's he's going to get good deep, deep balls from uh, Big Ben, who's an accurate passer down the field. So I uh, definitely like his potential.
1: Yeah, man, I definitely love that. I mean, this is – I'm just – gonna say it now uh i mean i know i've i've got like basically a crush on every receiver in this in this rookie class but it's good chase claypool is gonna be like uh me and aj brown all over again last year oh <laughs> i just feel it i just feel it coming right now just feel that's it. a league winner right there basically <laughs> <laughs> just really feel it um all right greg what about the, the uh tight end group anybody there
0: uh, tight end had to really look hard and reach deep, but the only ones that are on for me, I mean I, if you have space, uh, those bye week guys, uh, Trey Burton and, and Irv Smith Jr., uh, both teams are on a bye, so if you're somehow able to have the roster spot for them, you can keep them. I understand uh, dropping these guys though, because uh, you know it's, it's rough out here. It's, to, it's rough, uh, bro. It's it, is, rough. it is, it is, it is to have a roster spot, so uh, other than that I think Logan Thomas, he has 15% roster ship uh, Kyle Allen played pretty well, I think, against the Giants defense. Um was able to get downfield. Um, Logan Thomas scored a touchdown. Um, so he, Kyle Allen has the Cowboys, and the, the, the Arizona Cardinals are lighting it up against them right now. So I think uh, he's got a good matchup next week. Uh, and Darren Fells, 5% rostered. Uh, is really dependent on the help of Jordan Aikens, but uh, that's really where I'm at for the, the tight end position.
1: All right, what about... um? The quarterback position.
0: Quarterbacks, lastly, Um, first, you know, we got to start with, uh I, I, I don't understand, 50, 54% rostered in Yahoo! Leagues, man. There's Justin Herbert, the Herb man. I don't get it. This man needs to be uh, owned in all leagues. This is a, a, a rostered season QB1. The schedule is too sweet. I wrote it down again just to repeat it. Jacksonville. Denver, Las Vegas, Miami, and the Jets. Like, this is going to happen. You're going to regret this if you do not pick him up uh, and get him on the bye week. Maybe you could sneaky get him. Maybe you could trade for him or something like that. Uh, If you need a QB, I think he's a guy to buy for sure. Uh, Other than that, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he's rostered in 45% of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, I think he was showing a nice rushing floor and a tough matchup. Got the eight carries for 48 yards. So that was, uh, I think, pretty impressive. Um he's got week seven versus New Orleans, and I think that's a pretty good matchup. New Orleans is giving up at least three passing touchdowns to every QB it's faced outside of week one. Herbert just had four on them, by the way. Uh so that just shows how much we are high on Herbert here. Um I think he's a safe QB two in a week, you know, where four teams on by. You might need to stream with uh, quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater could be there for you. Uh revenge game. Yeah, and oh, and, and the revenge game, man. You gotta, yeah, gotta have it, gotta love it. Uh, and Kyle Allen, yeah. Um, reaching in the bag for this one, but I think mm-hmm. you know he's a QB that could have some stream value because he's going mm-hmm. to get up against the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so uh, he's rostered in three percent of Yahoo leagues, definitely in the super super flex combo for sure. Um, and yeah, if you need a, a stream with QB as well, I think Kyle Allen could be the one. Uh, and hopefully Andy dawn could uh you know turn it around in this game. But Andy dawn was a guy I had it written down as well. Um the schedule is really good too. He has Washington, Philly, uh Pittsburgh and the bye might be tough, but after that, Minnesota and then Washington again. So um Annie if he can figure it out with this offense, could be a guy to, to be to add. Thirty two percent rostership.
1: Yeah, I mean this is perfect game script right here. Down twenty one nothing. This is what Andy oh, yeah. Dawn needs. Oh yeah. Except for I sure. don't know if I would ever take Andy Dawn down twenty one nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man, I I like that. I like that the the quarterbacks there. Um, huh and anything else that you want to touch on, Greg? Uh, before yeah, we um, up?
0: not not really. I mean, yo, cut T. Y. Hilton, man. That's all, that's all I gotta say.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, we we should cover some snips, snips. You gotta add. You're gonna add some people. We might as well drop somebody. So who you dropping? Uh, T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. I mean, I made a trade that I ended up getting T. Y. Hilton back, and I was gonna drop him, but then Deontay Johnson ended up getting injured. So I had to start him. Uh, so, but I cannot wait until
0: tomorrow to drop. <laughs> Yo, you could have picked up James Washington and started. Him I in place could, of that. I could
1: have, <laughs> but and I felt that I felt like I felt validated by it too, uh, because he caught a touchdown that was then called back because mm. uh, of a Colts mm. offensive penalty. So uh. it, just, it was going, it was going through emotions on on uh, on Sunday. Uh, not, I mean, not, not like I don't, go, I don't go through emotions on every other Sunday, but. Um, yeah, any other snip uh, snips, Greg?
0: Uh maybe, yeah, maybe Julian Edelman. you brought him up, uh he could be a possible candidate for that. Uh, I personally would. I mean, you got guys like T Higgins out there. Yeah. Uh, you got T Higgins. You know, yeah. T
1: Higgins, like Chase Travis Claypool Fulgham. is still out there. Travis I mean uh, Yeah, Travis Fogum. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just, yeah. i I almost <laughs> disrespecting my guy. I almost disrespected <laughs> him. Uh Travis Travis Fogum. Um <laughs> But, yeah, man, I mean, it, you got you got guys out there. You got names. I mean, there's no reason to really do it. And, you know. I, all right. Would you – are you snip-snipping Juju?
0: No. Uh, no. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think – I'm. he's uh, in the conversation definitely for not being started, though. I mean, he's, he's com- coming down to basically he's a, a low-end flex right now uh in conversations with all these other you know wide receivers you could start over him um he's just i think he just needs to get healthy honestly
1: i mean i, I yeah I don't, I don't know man uh again it goes back to that same conversation i mean guys like him guys like Julian Edelman guys like um you know i i forget who else i could be thinking of right now but these guys you know these these slot receivers these uh you know low floor you know very low ceiling you know there's not much upside to starting these guys and you could pick up Mm -hmm. any one of these guys any week you like adam humphreys we were all over him whoever starts against buffalo start that guy
0: yep like (laughs) i got out of keelan cole and after hearing you know with the and he went for a career day in yards (laughs) like
1: like you said james washington right like you know like we you know, Juju had the matchup. This is all we took. This is yeah. what we talked about all week.
0: Yeah, man, had the matchup, juicy matchup too.
1: Juicy matchup, Cleveland against slot receivers. We talked about it all week. Juju, yeah. three targets.
0: Yeah, that's tough.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's tough out there. But I just think that with all these other options, man. I mean, obviously, you always try to trade these guys before you, you go out there and you cut them, but. With all these options out there, I don't know how, how you know, you know. I, I would just ask myself. All right, like, would you drop T? Hig- would you drop Juju to pick up T Higgins? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. The same thing. So, yeah. all right. Um, I think that's all we got. Mm-hmm. We ran a little bit over today, but um, everyone, again, thank you for listening. Uh, if you please, could just leave us a, re- a rate review. Uh, you know write the review that always helps helps goes a long way uh and if then also you can follow us on twitter and instagram at FF Diagnostics. follow greg on instagram at we underscore made it then you can follow me on twitter and instagram at jr football nerd uh have a good one everyone we'll talk to you to you all uh for the third on the thursday night preview and we
0: are out let's go g Man. we out yeah.